This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI Co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. Live from NPR News in New York City, I'm Duahli Saikautel. The Republican effort to impeach President Biden continues. On Wednesday, Biden's brother James was questioned for hours. Next week, his son Hunter will be questioned about financial ties to Ukraine. And a key witness for House Republicans faces big questions. Alexander Smirnov is a former FBI informant who was charged with making up bribery claims against the Bidens. NPR Justice Correspondent Ryan Lucas has the latest. We certainly saw Republicans touting these allegations about uh, an alleged bribery scheme uh, involving Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company, and the Bidens, uh, allegations that now, according to prosecutors, were entirely made up by Smirnov. Um, Now, the interesting thing, I think, is that Smirnov's prosecution makes the Republicans in in impeachment case weaker. Uh, It wasn't strong to begin with, but the indictment, mm-hmm. nevertheless, has not made House Republicans back down at all uh, in their push to impeach uh, President Biden. NPR's Ryan Lucas reporting. An American company is hoping to make the first commercial landing on the surface of the moon. As NPR's Jeff Brumfield reports, NASA has invested heavily in the mission. The robotic spacecraft called Odysseus is orbiting just a few miles above the lunar surface. It was built by Houston-based Intuitive Machines as part of a NASA program to encourage private spaceflight to the moon. Later today, Odysseus will slowly descend to a crater near the lunar south pole. Things have gone smoothly so far, but a smooth landing is far from assured. Several missions have crashed into the moon in recent years. Jeff Brumfield, NPR News. In Alabama, a major medical center says it will pause in vitro fertilization procedures in the wake of a state Supreme Court ruling that found frozen embryos are people. As Andrew Yeager of member station WBHM reports, the decision puts those accessing the technology in limbo. A spokesperson for the University of Alabama at Birmingham Health System says they are saddened for patients trying to use IVF to conceive. But they have to be mindful that patients and doctors could now be prosecuted or face lawsuits. They emphasize they will still do some fertility services, such as retrieving eggs, that just won't fertilize them. The ruling last Friday found that three couples whose embryos were destroyed at another Alabama fertility clinic could sue under the state's wrongful death law because frozen embryos are considered children under state law. While the ruling used religious language, it did not offer guidance in dealing with the wide-ranging implications of the decision. For NPR News, I'm Andrew Yeager in Birmingham, Alabama. The Biden administration has announced the cancellation of some $1.2 billion in student loan debt. Borrowers should receive full debt relief beginning this week. This is NPR. Federal prosecutors in New York say a top member of Japan's organized crime syndicate attempted to, sti- attempted to sell nuclear materials from Myanmar to other countries. 60-year-old Takeshi Ebisawa is currently being held in a Brooklyn jail charged with international drug and weapons trafficking crimes, including attempting to sell uranium and plutonium for possible production of nuclear weapons in Iran. Another co-conspirator, Sampop Singhasuri, also faces drugs and weapons charges. If convicted, both face life in prison. Their arraignment is expected on Thursday. 
Secretary of State Antony Blinken told Brazil's president the U.S. disagrees with his recent comments regarding Israel. The remarks came before the start of a G20 meeting hosted by Brazil, as NPR's Kerry Khan reports. President Lula is embroiled in a diplomatic row with Israel after equating that country's war against Hamas with Hitler's killing of Jews. Both countries have recalled their ambassadors, and Israel is demanding an apology. A senior State Department official said Blinken and Lula had a frank exchange about Gaza and the Middle East. Both stated their support for a Palestinian state. The controversy threatened to overshadow the first day of the G20 meeting, reiterating Brazil's oft-repeated stance Foreign Minister Mauro Vieira told his G20 counterparts that the world's multilateral institutions need an overhaul, allowing for more equal participation from countries in the global south. Kerry Khan, NPR News, Rio de Janeiro. This is NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight. Want to teach your kids financial literacy? With Greenlight, kids and teens use a debit card of their own, while parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and savings in the app. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash NPR.